says when I go to Tinder, I just find uh, um, men of lo um, lower social uh, status. And of course, she doesn't want it. Men with a, a high, high level status, they, are, they live usually in big cities and uh, usually they don't want to travel 100, 200 kilometers to just to see her. It's a problem for her now to meet someone decent. Привіт! And welcome to another episode of the Vodka Vodcast with me, Connor Klein. And today I have a special guest, Yelena, is joining us. And if you've watched the content on my channel, you'll know that I'm a huge skeptic of marriage agencies, matchmakers, the whole Ukrainian bride business in general. But I have previously done a few videos with Yellen, who is a matchmaker here in Odessa, and I am curious to find out what she has to say about the state of matchmaking with Ukrainian women who seek to marry foreign men, primarily from the US and, and Canada, and what has changed maybe in the mentality of Ukrainian women in the last 500 days with the Russo-Ukrainian war and all that has happened in the region. So, привет, Yelena. Привет, Good to see you again. <laughs> Great to see nice you to again, see you. if it's only uh, on this call via Zoom. Uh, can you tell us first where you are and you know, what's happened in the last year before we dive into the, the, the questions I have? It's interesting that, uh, that this time you are in Odessa and I'm in abroad. <laughs> it's really <laughs> unusual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm back to Odessa. I uh, evacuated from here on the second day of the invasion. So I'm, I evacuated on February 25th. Uh, 2022 and now we're you know in July 2023 uh, where are you at the moment where did you leave I'm for? in uh, Bulgaria now with my family and uh, in Burgas city near the, uh, the seashore also uh, Black Sea and I chose this place for now while there is a war to live and work and um, I arranged our first dates already here and uh, many clients say that uh, the prices are quite reasonable here so um, I, it seems I found some replacement for this now to meet for to hold on the first dates of clients awesome so you're there in bulgaria by the seaside burgas is also a city by the sea correct burgas yes yes it's uh, right on the seashore with a lot of uh, different uh, wonderful resorts near it so if clients come in the summer they can get, get rest at the same time here and it's not uh, it's impossible to com uh, compare the prices here and the level of service with prices let's say when you, you travel to paris <laughs> oh clearly clearly <laughs> clearly i'm sure bulgaria is known for its uh, very affordable seaside right so the prices are quite cheap maybe comparable to here in ukraine maybe a little bit more expensive and obviously you have seaside black sea so, so my clients are quite uh, usually businessmen and accomplished men. But why I say about prices now? Because for the first dates, I always recommend men to meet uh, in some more comfortable place and not uh, to pay fortune for, for the date. Because uh, if he never saw a girl in his life, it's better to come to some, some more affordable place, actually. Exactly. Not splurge. Uh, a huge amount on the first date. Normally I recommend that you should make the first date a coffee or cocktail date. As you know from my previous videos where I have lampooned, lambasted the Ukrainian bribe business. Explain to me, Yelena, why would 
a Ukrainian woman in 2023 go to a matchmaker to look for a relationship and, you know, the idea is to get married, basically, to a Western man, and primarily a man from North America. I think most of your clients are actually, male clients are North American, right? But why would the Ukrainian women be interested? I understand why the North American men would be interested in the Ukrainian women, uh, since Ukraine, a Ukrainian passport is now uh, quite good for relocation and travel, why would the Ukrainian women be interested in meeting a guy at a matchmaker from North America? Mm -hmm. You know, uh, first of all, uh, there is still a wish, like before the war, just to find the right partner for life. Second reason is that, um, as you know, many Ukrainian women, they went to European countries uh, because of the war and to save their families, their children, themselves. But uh, still, they have a language barrier. M most of them have language barrier. And it's interesting, while I'm here in Bulgaria, I noticed that many people sp here speak English, very good English, uh, so someone uh, who are around 40 even. In our country, in Ukraine, it's not the case. And uh, our ladies um, are in Europe now, but they don't, they have very limited social circle where they can meet the right man. So usually they don't communicate with local men at all, or they uh, try to use Tinder, they told me, but uh, they also say me that uh, many men are interested in just having sex. Or um, maybe you know that uh, Ukrainian for, uh, refugees mostly got into little towns of Europe, into villages sometimes, the places where they were given free shelter. So it's usually not uh, the center of capital of any, uh, any country if they don't rent it. Uh, that's why um, if they live in village, if they go to language courses, they meet, they usually communicate with other refugees. Where do they meet a man, foreign man? Usually nowhere. If someone uh, of them starts working, it's usually part-time job and uh, also not uh, fully right uh, place to meet a match. And as I told, there is still a language barrier. Many can't speak foreign languages, even English. And uh, men on Tinder, they want a woman to be next to them in a, quite close, let's say in the same city, and speak, speak some uh, language. When men apply to us, exactly, they are ready that uh, women don't speak so good English, and they are ready to, to deal with. So we, I, ha I think we have special... Uh, type of audience, special type of clients who are ready to go through all the difficulties of international relationships and um, in including language barrier. Uh, men on Tinder are different. <laughs> okay, so what you're seeing is that many Ukrainian women or a subset of those Ukrainian women, they get placed in small villages and small towns across the European Union and when they're there they find it difficult to number one meet guys if they're single um, because they don't speak the local language. For example, if they're in Germany, they don't speak German and their English is poor. And they are in a small town, so they don't see very many options in that small town. And then they meet guys on Tinder um, and they're, on, they're not happy with the quality of the guys that they meet on Tinder, presumably in their local area. Is that a fair synopsis? Yeah, and uh, let's say I, I have uh, one friend. She was uh, had had uh, a good job in Odessa and was high, still high level financial specialist, financial director. But she is placed in village, and she says, when I go to Tinder, I just find a man of lo um, lower social uh, status, and of course she doesn't want it. 
men with a, a high, high level status they are they live usually in big cities and uh, usually they don't want to travel 100 200 kilometers to just to see her it's a problem for her now to meet someone decent okay so another factor is locally if she's placed in a small village or town there aren't not only are there not so many options there aren't so many high socioeconomic options in the past Ukrainian women were interested, the ones that were interested in meeting a Western husband, potential husband through a matchmaker, they faced, they were doing that because they faced geographic and technological barriers, right? There was no Tinder, they didn't, they didn't speak any English, they were in Ukraine, they couldn't even travel to the US, they couldn't travel without a visa, which was very hard to get to go to Western Europe. Uh, nowadays, especially since um, 2022, with a Ukrainian passport, the women can go and live in the European Union with no problem. They can go a lot easier to live in North America. In Canada, it's very easy to get a visa, for example. I wanted to add that it's not so easy to go to these countries now. Uh, why is it not easy? They can get on a plane and they can get on a plane and go. They're already in Germany. I mean, the, t uh, the place is, I mean, the question of uh, adaptations there and expenses in USA and Canada. <laughs> it's not easy to deal with it. So they don't want to go through the visa process of moving to to North America. They'd rather find a guy. Is that the, is that in short? Is that is that the motivation? You know, if they have someone who can help them and who can handle them for the first time, of course, it's easier for them. Okay, so that's that's so so that's quite candid. That's the main motivation to still be interested in a matchmaker as a, a Ukrainian woman. Do you think that Ukrainian women, that the war has changed their mentality with respect to relationships? You know, uh, I also told about this uh, thing in one of my videos. It was interesting that when the war started, uh, first of all, the, all the clients were like frozen, like with COVID, when COVID started. But then uh, even more girls started to apply to us as saying that I need a man, strong man to, next to me. So um, I guess uh, I already got this type of fear, like natural fear, because before many of them was making good money, they were independent, they don't need a not wrong man, they're quite picky sometimes too. But when the war started, when there is a physical danger of their life, they immediately felt man is needed. <laughs> so, you know, it's always easier to go through such a difficult, dangerous situation when you have someone next to you, preferably a man. <laughs> So I think that they started to appreciate just a good man next to them, not for his money, but also also for what he has to to give her in sense of feelings, support, care, safety. These things like they go from word of ancient times. And uh, some of the girls, even uh, after the war, they were in different European countries. Some of them returned to Ukraine and say, now delete my profile because I decided I will stay in Ukraine forever. So some of them came to such a conclusion. Okay, so your impression is that overall, at least the women that you know from Ukraine, that now they appreciate men and having a man in their life a lot more uh, with the war taking place than they did prior to, to February 2022. Is that a fair synopsis? Yeah, fair synopsis. I think that just true, true values uh, came out. Uh, I mean, um, I mean, these things that uh, you can't replace with money or being independent, the uh, sense of being close with the person you love, uh, trust, care, these 
you can't replace it with uh, no matter how much money you make. And uh, this the safety. Of course, it's uh, many of them told. Oh, uh, I wrote some post on my Facebook, and I got a lot of uh, answers from the girls, and they told you describe exactly what I feel now. Uh, I feel a lot of fear now, uh, a lot of anxiety, and I would love to be a man just next to me. Okay, so you see that they're, they desire men a lot more, not to be single, but they want to be. They're more keen to be in a relationship. Uh, it's interesting that you said that many of them who return to Ukraine that they want to stay here. How how common do you think that is uh, amongst the Ukrainian women that you speak to? Like, what percentage decided that they they they're not interested in living abroad? Maybe they had an experience that, you know, they went to. No, I didn't count actually, but I, I think from my just from my feeling, it can be like ten percent. Okay, so ten percent decided that that they no longer want a foreign husband. They don't want to live in the West. They'd rather stay in Ukraine. And of the other ninety percent, have all of them left? Where do they live now? They all live in small Germany. Many still live in Ukraine and uh, they are ready to meet. They are ready to meet men in a third country, let's say in Bulgaria for the first day. And they are ready to change their country when uh, she finds the right person. But here, even okay. here in Bulgaria, I talked to um, uh, Ukrainian girls who are here because of the war and uh, women. Uh, they all say they are unhappy with local guys. Most of them are unhappy and they want to find the right person many complain. <laughs> okay, so it's pretty similar to the German village example. The Ukrainian women went to Bulgaria. Bulgaria is not very socioeconomically developed, not as much as, say, France, Britain, US, Australia, right? But you know, uh, what is the advantage of Bulgaria is that you can uh, rent an apartment here and you can handle, handle your costs because they are quite reasonable and you be, can be independent. If uh, we go, Ukrainian woman goes to some developed country like Switzerland, Germany and so on, uh, then uh, she has to do many things, but not so, um, they are not for everyone, like living in dormitory, going to courses, and uh, in Germany, it's a strict control on your life. It's not for everyone. So most of our Ukrainian people who live here, and when I talk to them, they tell that it's my temporary place or stay. All right, so they want to leave and go further west. Yeah, and, and, uh, and I even have some new friends here. They are, these uh, women, they are living here like seven, ten years. One is from Ukraine, another one is from Russia. And uh, they say, we can't find the right man here. So they are still interested in my service, <laughs> to my surprise. I saw that during these uh, seven, ten years, they had to find someone right. But no, they are still in search. And uh, when they knew what I do, they told, wow, <laughs> let me join you. Because uh, the marriage agencies is not well spread here in Bulgaria at all. Okay. Um, what is the profile of, of the women? Are they over 30, over 35, over 40, or 25? Are they, do they have children? Usually up to, uh, uh, over 25 and older and uh, um, up to 45. And sometimes they are without children even, sometimes with child or with two. Uh, different social status. So we have one client. She's a uh, very, very smart uh, woman. She has several education, high education, from uh, from UK also, and she speaks several languages. And she was uh, managing director of some of uh, uh, magazines in uh, in uh, UK Ukraine. 
and uh, of course she easily found a job in Germany and uh, she she has now very good job very well paid but it's like ex exclusion I would say but uh, really amazing person and intelligent and beautiful all at the same time and she's up uh, over 40 years she has grown up children and now she's open for new relationships in her life and by the way uh, we have also um, some portion of uh, lady clients who got divorced because of the war and you know what happened many women went to Europe or other countries men stayed uh, in Ukraine and when these women return they see that there is a lover for um, affairs her man had her husband and uh, they divorced and all the, the other things that um, she found a man in Europe and uh, then they divorce because of her but these this women don't apply to us of course so usually um, the ones who, who who divorced who recently divorced with their husbands the one year or so, more living on distance and never never being able to meet of course it influences the relationship and um, I from the friends who I know from Odessa who at least met once per three months they still save their families the ones who didn't see each other for one year and more many of them just um, stop their relationships and marriages so we have a new uh, new part of uh, new clients. Okay, so there are some Ukrainian women whose relationships have ended uh, since the beginning of the, the 2022 invasion, and now they're they're somewhere in Europe normally, um, and looking for a better socioeconomic option than they can find locally. Or they're having they're having problems uh, finding women finding a, a suitable amount for them locally, which is basically in general socioeconomics. Um, do you find that they like living in the idea of living in Europe at all? Because most of them, from what I understand, because most of your male clients are, are going to be from North America, they're already living in, say, Germany or France or Bulgaria. Do, do they feel like they adapt to the culture, and in particular the dating culture? I think it, uh, it depends on, uh, on the person, on the conditions where they live. But uh, mostly when I talk with Ukrainian uh, people, they no one of them has a clear plan for life versus and no one uh, sees now a long perspective and can't can't build this plan so most of people they take it like um, i'm living here now i adapt for now but later we will see and um, usually many many of them are not happy i think too because um, if um, Ukrainian woman had a quite a good level of life in Ukraine before living in dormitory for her it's a big you know challenge and uh, some of people for example I know one family who had uh, six children they went to uh, mother with all these children went to Switzerland they were given a big apartment for free and uh, give them social payment give them free courses of uh, the language uh, children uh, visit a good school it's very good for her she's happy okay so some situations they're they're happy yeah but uh, i noticed the, the people who had the good uh, good jobs or were entrepreneurs or had uh, their own business um, they want to be in ukraine many of them and uh, did it as they did before and it, it's more difficult for them to adapt in europe so many of them they're then they're definitely not going to be interested in moving to north america if they want to move back to ukraine uh, but in particular about the dating culture because it's it's quite different between ukraine and say western europe uh have, have many of the women have they told you they don't like the the, the dating culture in sweden in germany and britain in bulgaria 
more specifically to dating? I guess still our women expect uh, men to behave like uh, men behaved in Ukraine. Uh, they got accustomed to it. Uh, but when we talk about foreign men who find uh, women on Tinder, not in my agency, let's say, they're not uh, exactly looking for Ukrainian uh, women, they behave like they usually do with European women. And uh, many of our women complain that uh, they are offered a quick sex. It's not what they wanted, of course. I don't know if it's okay for Europe. I'm not sure myself yet. <laughs> I didn't live in Europe for such a long time. Maybe you tell me if it's okay, it's the usual thing or not. Tinder works in Ukraine, right? Tinder isn't something that should be new to them. Uh, and of course, there's a variety of reasons why men go on to Tinder, especially men who are highly desirable, who get all, most of the matches. A lot of them, because they have a lot of options, they want to just have, you know, have many sexual partners. There are also lots of guys who are looking for a long-term serious relationship. It shouldn't really be that different. I was more interested in if they found the culture different in terms of like how the date is organized, uh, who pays for the date, these kind of things are very different, say in Dublin or London and Berlin, than they're going to be in Kyiv or Odessa or you know somewhere more provincial like Kherson. As for these um, issues, I think that men understand that if a woman is Ukrainian, so they are quite easily with to pay a bill. Usually, it's, they are not, don't cost a fortune, so they they pay it, and sometimes they give flowers too. So I guess they, my men understand that she has Ukrainian mindset and try to do their best. But what they face also, some of clients told me, they start to date a guy, everything goes very well. A guy says we will have such a future together, plan something for the future, everything is perfect. Then few weeks passes and man disappears. And uh, for our women, it's also strange because um, they expect a dif different thing. I don't know if it's a trend or maybe it's just specific uh, situation of some lady, uh, women clients. Okay, that's interesting that a lot of Western European men or European men they've outside of Ukraine know about Ukrainian dating culture. In many of my videos, I pointed out that there's a lot of anecdotal evidence that when the Ukrainian matchmaking, marriage, energy, bribe business, mail order bribe business, whatever name you want to put on it, even though I don't think anyone was ever, you know, mailed across the Atlantic at any point as a bride, that in general, the anecdotal evidence is that even, first of all, the mass industry, the very few of the agencies and matchmaking was genuine. I know you're a boutique matchmaker, so it's a different situation, that even amongst that small percentage that would get a match and then eventually get married, again, a smaller percentage. The anecdotal evidence I was given is that because the main reason was socioeconomic, right, the women wanted to live in America, that very few of the marriages, like the best stat that I heard was 20% success over the long term for marriages that were between women who came from Eastern Europe to North America, you know, 10, 20 years ago, that's the anecdotal evidence that, that, that I was given, right? By a guy who worked, whose aunt worked for a matchmaker from Zaporizhia, and also a, a guy who had a group organized from, you know, Canadians who married Ukrainian women. Do you think with more boutique matchmaking that the success is going to be any better? What, like, will the women stay with the guy in the West once they get there, when they see the other options around them? Like, what, what's going to build a, a higher success rate, do you think, than has been associated with this industry in the past, with boutique 
matchmakers matching Ukrainian women with uh, North American men? Honestly, I think it's only feelings. Uh, if uh, the person, find, uh, the people found each other and they are feeling right next to each other, they're in love, they uh, get got married consciously, I would say, not just because of the emotions and hormones working very good in the first month of meeting, then uh, marriage will last longer. I don't uh, think it, ca it can be connected somehow with um, uh, factors of uh, environment now or, or the war, actually. It's just the way uh, you choose a, a partner. And uh, uh, again, um, talking from my personal experience, if I would get married, being conscious, being rational, uh, I think I would choose another person and would probably this, this marriage would uh, last longer. But, uh, but I didn't, it, didn't do it. So if uh, usually I have clients who are quite uh, um, older, not 20 years old. So men are 20, uh, 45, 46, uh, 50, like that. And women, uh, women for them are 35, 38, 40. They are quite adult people already. They know, they had some experience in life. And uh, I think that they are conscious when they do these steps. I remember just one couple uh, from our history of work uh, that was divorced. And this girl came to us uh, just in three months. She met a man from England. Uh, she was like 25 um, or even less, maybe 22, and he was like 40, I guess. They got married quite quickly. He bought an apartment for her first in Odessa, and they went to London together. But in a few years, they got divorced. Okay, so I see there that when, if, the, if the Ukrainian woman is, is young and the guy is buying her an apartment here, um, you know, probably not really... A strong emotional bond, bond from the woman's side. There's not much emotional investment; it's more a financial investment. But with the woman is is older, and the, you know, obviously the man is older as well. That probably it's more likely that she would pick him for a bigger emotional investment. Yes, if she if she f found him for the, this reason. But uh, again, I had marriage with big age difference to myself, and I didn't do this choice because of uh, some financial reasons. Because I had my agency already, I had quite good life, so there can be different reasons. Yelena, do you have a final message? Um, you know, I'm going to put your link down below in the description to this video. Do you have a final message that you want to give uh, the viewers about, because now we've outlined the kind of person who should be looking, it's normally a man who's looking for, you know, he's probably in his 40s, maybe in his 50s, he's looking for a woman who's from Ukraine who's probably mid-30s already, more likely to succeed, uh, and um, yeah, and he's, he's obviously able to, he's interested in those more conservative values, I wouldn't say traditional values uh, that Ukrainian women have, I think they have slightly more conservative values than is the norm in North America and in Western Europe. Um, what would be your final message to, to guys who are still interested? Why should they uh, take the gamble of specifically meeting a Ukrainian woman via matchmaker in 2023? I think that uh, Ukrainian women became even closer to you now because of the war, because they are already in Europe, they are already adapting to this uh, Western country more than before. And uh, many of them feel the need to have a real relationships in their life, uh, love and uh, family. So uh, don't hesitate to apply because you will find uh, our women, they are still the same beautiful, they still take care of themselves. But uh, you can meet them already closer to you in a safer place and uh, mm, form, form a beautiful relationship. Okay. 
if you come from a from corner and uh, say code word uh, friend of corner you will get a, get a special bonus from uh, my agency my matchmaking company uh, what exactly i will explain during the personal consultation okay beleza perfect duja dobre uh great yelena thank you for that so yeah i think that's uh, all that we really have to say at this point um I hope to see you very soon again here in Odessa. Uh, hopefully you get back for at least a trip. Hopefully it'll be uh, a, a short road to victory for, for Ukraine and that we can go back to life as normal. And, you know, guys as well, you guys, you can come here without the risk of Russian rockets. I'm here on a beautiful summer's evening in Odessa. I'm looking out of the Black Sea here from my balcony and there are almost no tourists as you would expect because of the situation. So fingers crossed. Uh, that it changes soon and I see Yelan in here once again and I see maybe you here in Odessa, Ukraine. So dopobachna, duja jakyu, papa, papa, bye bye. Sar experience.